0: energize show up the irish
1: okay what's going on guys and welcome to a brand new episode of energize russ
2: introduced the guest man today we have the head coaches of fight academy ireland the one and only's it's liam shannon and pat McAllister, lads how are we doing yes yeah, all
0: good, good
3: brother there? all good lads great lads. to have you on the show lads Oh, Absolutely. Ready to be on the show
2: boys yeah. Absolutely, lads. This, this was requested uh, especially uh, when we were talking about um, you know, Jim the year and coach of the year. Like you guys had a phenomenal 2022. It, it was unbelievable. Obviously, the highlight of the year was uh Paul Hughes capturing that title. Um for you guys, what what was your individual uh, highlight of the year and what was your main takeaway from 2022?
0: Um, I'll go first. I um, well, obviously Paul uh, really capped off a of brilliant year um for the whole club. Um, he's he's an inspiration for me as a coach to, to teach because he's such a great role model you know what I mean and they get sometimes good guys don't always get what they deserve and he definitely got what he they deserves he's definitely the best uh, fighter I think in Europe anyway that um, was kept off a lovely year for FIA, but lots of stuff right, even from the amateur fighters right through the people making their pro debuts new guys coming to the gym just the ethos about the gym in general it's uh, let to our gym rather than just fighting you know what I mean we've Guys are having no interest in fighting and they bring an awful lot their identities and their personalities. It's, it's such a good place to be. And that's what I love more than any. It's Yes, the fighting is the icing on the cake, the winning the belts, the winning the fights and the cage warriors, cage conflicts, all the different stuff like that. It's great to end big nights, but getting up here like on a Monday night and meeting and seeing your friends and having a great crack, that's, it's, that's more what I love. Unbelievable! <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then Pat, obviously, uh, you had that as well. But I'll, you were also in uh, Reese's corner for Belfast. That must have been special as well. Oh,
3: yeah, man. it was a it was a highlight of the year for me. Reese was unbelievable there, as Baz would say. But uh, really a special night. So it was Reese's. Reese would be a big part of the team of Fight Academy Ireland, and, and um, really good to be in the corner there for him. He's been training with for years, but that was the first time in the corner now. But the first of many. So we'll be running on the. April race, but I just want to touch on what Shando said about you know Paul. um, It was a special night with Paul against Fuchinik. It really was. Paul likes to term each fight with a, you know, like a with a word, and he had redemption for that fight, and it really was redemption in in my eyes and nearly everybody's eyes. He won that first fight. He just didn't get the decision. I have so much respect for Jordan and his team, but it was really nice to see um, Paul go and get that one back. The, uh, you know, with Paul Hughes, an interesting thing with Paul is that what I like to say to the guys is the guy with the most talent and the guy with the most success, I always find he's the one in the gym working harder than everybody else. You know, people always ask about Paul, like, you know, what, what's the secret to his success? And I always tell him it's in his daily routine. It's what he does every day, day in, day out. It's all his, his sessions, his extra recovery Everything you know—that's what makes him, him world class. It really is his routine. Big word for uh, the lads I like to use is consistency. If the guys just be consistent and show up every day, show up to all the classes, then they're going to get to where they want to be. Not everyone has to be a world champion, but oh, consistency. consistency. Yeah, it's just a, a big thing with Paul's consistency, and and that's what makes him world class. Is is it's how he chains everything together. Like he, he's a special fighter, so. That night was a big night, um, and another big night was the night where raced. It really was. Well. So they were my two highlights of the year. Shadow buying, th- buying a drink at the Christmas party was another
1: one. <laughs> <laughs> Shadow
2: getting the rounds in.
1: Ross, we were obviously we were obviously both events, and I know the lads were as well. But like, is there
2: is there? How can you pick between the both of them? Like, which one do you think really stood out? Um, I I think it was very nice for reese to have that crown of moment in belfast i think that was absolutely beautiful i think the the way he got the crowd reaction was fantastic but i think the paul use one was almost more personal i feel like uh he felt like he he owed jordan uh that win and he went and got it and like uh, I i don't know if you guys are there but like we were actually in the hotel when like jordan vutenich like walked back in and, and like it must have been near one o'clock in the morning or so and you got to stand Novation ovation like the like the beating that paul put on that man it was something that i probably haven't witnessed in real life in a very long time like it was yeah. it was an absolute massacre for the last i think what four rounds it was it was frightening and like paul used to show that he is the elite level uh, of featherweight not only in this country in europe in the world he's ready for that ufc call-up
3: Absolutely
2: I couldn't say it any better myself. That was beautiful,
3: Russ. Well, t- yeah. Thanks very I,
1: thanks very much.
2: <laughs> I, I,
1: if I was gonna pick one, I'd have to pick the Belfast card. It was just because all the the like the like all the amount of like Irish fighters on the card, the mm. the supporters were all there to witness it live. And then like I know Paul they both realistically they both got into the crowd at the end, Reese and Paul. But like if I'd have to pick Belfast, but like obviously London was unbelievable as well. Very hard yep. to pick between both.
2: Yeah, well, I, I, do think the the missing ingredient on uh Belfast was the the actual the stronger uh, turnout from the FAI lads. I know like there was the injuries and pullouts and stuff like that, and it didn't go according to plans. So hopefully, um, we'll get a strong turnout on the Dublin card because uh, that's that's what we need to see. We need we need that uh FAI loyalty there and uh ch- big showing and big numbers as well. So uh, that is very important. Two people I do want to touch on uh, that fought over in London were Paddy McCurry and Sean McCormack. Obviously, they didn't get their hand raised, but like, not many people will put their hands up. Uh, you know, yeah. less than three fights into their career to fight a James Webb or an Oban Elliot. Like these, yeah. those guys went in and gave a great account of themselves. How proud are you guys of that? We'll start with yourself, Liam.
0: Well, like the thing is, you that, gotta remember, like we're like I'm sorry to say that. Um, what I call these boys here stepping up and all, but we're showing up the like, kind of confidence. But also we're mm. stepping up the cage wires and, and digging them out of holes. So you like to think mm. a wee bit of uh, they would return that loyalty as so such was mm. I, to be honest I was very disappointed in the turnout with Belfast and the offers we got. Um it really was extremely disappointing because not just in that show we go back even cage wires shows where Daggy Dalton stepped up to feet face Paddy Pimlet uh, with the missing hair and eight days notice and Joe McCogan stepped up to face Mason Jones. And four days notice. Like, like we've we, we always step up. Um we don't get wee handy fights. We don't want we handy fights, but we think that we've we should be at the top of the food chain on Cage Wires. We own four LeBels, you none know, we'll of them had four LeBels outside next generation. We're the most successful team in Cage Warriors' in whole history. I feel like we don't get a fair crack of the whip, personally. You know what I mean? We don't like we've guys are chapping our bit, and we're just you now part of the, the, the sparring section of our fight team. We've got professionals coming out our ears here. And that was the number one reason why we started Cage Conflict, because there's no promotions giving our guys the opportunities. And we're looking to build not just the own fighters, all our Irish fighters. But we think that we're kind of left behind in some promotions for different reasons. You know what I mean? There are politics going on different promotions. People who do who people is their blue eyes and who you like you know them? I mean? why why are we now like Sean McCormick stepped up um you know what I mean? Of his of his bed, you know what I mean? And and fought O'Neill, who's an absolute beast. Um,
1: Liam, Liam what, what do you think needs to change? For, like, well, if,
0: like, I don't know, you, you tell me. Like, you, I mean, I were sitting saying there and I hear, um, how many guys going to be on the Dublin card? Well, there's I can, I can name what we're talking about your last interviews like mm-hmm. five or six team KF, four or five team Reno. But where's the card done? There's, there's the card done, Reese. That's the card done. Where's the Matt Elliott's? Where's the K McClurkins? Where's the Sean McCormick's? Where's the Patty McCrory's? Know what I mean, like, uh, are people not want to fight these things? Have we to beat the top guys from the get go to get an opportunity?
1: Well, that's why we have the pair yeah, on. on. Like, this, that's what,
0: what like, I mean. There's like Matt Elliott, like, he's an absolute beast. He's two and one. Know what I mean, to I me, mean, he's three and old, know what I mean, and Ranchel is an absolute monster. Like, but like, why is not Matt not getting these opportunities and these promotions? Why have Hyder rebuilt Matt Elliott, who's an absolute animal? Know what I mean? Like, Kay McClurkin's last losses, Christian Duncan. Like, these guys, our guys are getting losses, they're having to learn on the job, which is not fair, I feel, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. like, there's certain, um, what would you say, certain uh, publicists, media guys, who are all getting on Cage Conflicts back and Fate Academy back because we're trying to build our fighters, but they don't say nothing when other shows are trying to build certain other clubs' fighters. And it's very, very apparent that we get a short straw, everything we do, everything we do, we get a short show. We have to earn our credit. And so does Team KF. They have to earn their credit as well. I understand that. And all, all the clubs in Ireland. But I just feel that like we don't get that. Uh, like, why, why should Paddy McCrory's first fight have to be in against James Webb, who's an absolute monster? You know what I mean? We have to take these opportunities because we're not getting any other hmm. opportunities.
1: Yeah, Liam, I'm not. I'm not going against the grain there. Obviously, uh, Paddy was originally meant to face Jordan, and that was like one of the biggest face-offs. Yeah, of course. I think the whole country was interested in that. But that's why we have you on now, lads. We want to know who do you, who should we who should we expect to see on the card at Cage Warriors
2: Dublin? Yeah, or who would you like to see? Who? Or which of your you like guys see? would you like to get in there?
0: Well, personally, well, Pat Pat's just that uh, is now. Yeah, no, no, wait, one second. Personally, what we're looking for, yeah. we've been in. what we're looking for, and what we have relayed the end in, and Graham Boyan was. Um, obviously Paddy McCrory fighting in March in the London show, tonight before uh, UFC. That's where Patty wants to fight. And then on the Kids Warriors Dublin show, we're aiming towards the likes of um, Matt Elliott, Kay McClurkin, and Ian. We'll see what happens with Ryan Curtis and a few other ones are, and what we'll make Harley progress over the coming months. But a few guys coming through, hmm. likes of uh, Scott Harvey, uh, Jared Burns, these boys here, who are not a kicking ass off, rattling away. But the conversation I have with Jared Burns on Friday, um, training with him was why should we have to go and fight guys uh, flyweights who've had 12, 13, 14 fights on Cage Warriors who fought for belts as our first fight
2: you no know, I, 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 I agree with you like it's, it's definitely not what, ideal
0: Like yeah, yeah that's what, what we're getting offered you just want to fight here we've got a flyweight but here there's he's there already 12 and 5 we've got to get against 2 and 1 why is that,
1: Liam? Obviously, like, you can't. Like, like, yeah, like, you
0: tell me it, you know What I mean? Well, you,
1: what do people not want to fight against your gym? Well,
0: I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I really don't know. I don't. I don't understand it. I don't understand how we have to do all the hard work. We have to do all the hard lifting. You know what I mean? God. And that's okay because when we get there, we'll we know we deserve it.
1: Yeah, exactly, Pop. What What do you think of this as well? Because, like, um, like I mean, Liam's saying this with a lot of passion. Yeah,
3: that's it. it is. I know what Shando's saying. Yeah, sometimes it's just hard to to get the boys in to, to get a break. Like, but I agree, I agree with everything Shando's saying
2: there. Like, yeah, <sighs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't like. I don't want to see Paddy McCarthy fighting James Webb in his first fight on Cage Warriors. Like, that's that. That's not. That's that's not for me. And like, like he he brought him to the brink as well. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, like that was a former Cage Warriors middleweight champion, and like Paddy McCarthy's going to be a welterweight as well. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, but,
0: but even you say, lads, even, where, where does this is what I'm saying? Where does Paddy go after it? He, he, he well, can't is his free fates in. He's uh, been an ex-world champion. Where does he go? He's not going to get easy fates going forward after it. They're all going to be either contender shots or tail shots.
2: Yeah, it's very hard to sort of have so, him fight a former world champion and like bring him to that. You know, go back to the easy
0: guy or two and guy. It's, it's going mm. to be hard, and that's what I'm saying. This is, is. number like, one bullshit. I mean? we, we have to try and um, like like everybody like you see it in boxing mm. obviously boxing's a wee bit you know what I mean a tippy toe around it too much but you need a, a guy's progress and that type of stuff like I've had people go why is Alexander O'Sullivan David Fader fighting a guy who has no wins it's his first fight it's his first professional fight against a guy who's had four mm. professional fights you know what I mean let's give us a wee bit of grace and try and help our own fighters find their toes But mm. do you want to fight in the first one you know what I mean
2: Yeah. From
3: Fletcher
0: you
2: know yeah, what, they, they,
3: that, that Italian guy was actually one and oh, or he was four and oh amateur and one and oh, or something. So, mm. like, like, why would Alexander Sullivan not be fighting a guy that's one and as a professional? Like, what do they want him to fight? Someone exactly as Shando says, like, someone mm. with so much more experience. Like, you know, Alex has had a lot of amateur fights, but going in to fight a one and pro guy, that's fine. What should, should, like, who should he be fighting if he's not fighting him? Then, you know, I, <laughs> some of the things I try not to. To get involved no, like, but I, I agree with
2: hmm. what he's saying. Like, you know. you know, I've seen some of this stuff, and like, I've seen, like, um, the other day, I think Andy Stevens asked on Twitter, uh, how should someone handle their like pro debut or their first couple of fights yeah. or whatever? Yeah,
0: oh, seen
2: that, yeah. And uh, we had Chris Fields on, he said, like, your first pro fight should be probably easier than your last amateur fight, and I agree with that. Like, I think yeah. people need to understand that there's a real set change when you turn pro. Different things come into play, like elbows, knees, and stuff like that, that weren't in play before. So, if you want to give a fighter a chance to readjust this new rule set, like they should be given a chance to come into the into the new ruleset, and they should be given a chance to, you know, fight someone maybe a lesser com lesser uh, caliber of fighter to actually readjust to this new new set of rules. And also, you're starting to get paid now, so like your professional career is what really matters. Like, you, like yes, I don't want to see it going down the boxing avenue where you're 15 fights into your career and you've still fought no one sort of thing yeah. but like at the end of the day like like putting like put it this way like matthew elliott versus ryan shelly like as, as controversial a decision or whatever but like that's not something that i was always o- overly dying to see like yes it's sort of exciting in the moment but you know yeah. one person has to come off with a, an l on their record and i don't yeah. want to see two young irish fire, fighters fighting each other like that i'd rather that they'd fight someone else how the entire country gets pointed. That of course exactly
0: like... and and that, and that's what we like we try and do you know I mean ourselves well and like Tom and Chris have great MMA means and you know mm. how to build people on hanging on and like if you mm. look at the guys who've been on the kids conflict like Ataka like around mm. Adam Shelley like Leon Hill recently that's what we have our platform for is that people defend their feet and yes not all of them do defend their feet some mm. of them do fall and and have to rebuild their careers but it's we should be all be getting behind all our Irish guys you know what I mean I don't think yeah. it's... We should be putting people down, and we gotta understand. Like it, like you, what you guys are saying. There now is that you, we're, we're trying to kind of let people find their feet and get behind people and build their reputation up and build their confidence up. And then, it's with a small country. We should be all going together and going for the world together. You know mm. what I mean? we be trying to be so, so like kind of um, so sharp in our criticism straight away. You now it's it's very it's very like as Pat says. We're trying not to take it, but sometimes it's hard to listen to, and mm. people sending these stuff and all. you are like going. That's not right. And there's a there politics that are behind that. Um, mm. And, and I, I just feel personally, I don't wound up by really, like, kind of, if I don't get the fur crackle of it, you know what I mean? Mm. I re- definitely don't.
1: Yeah, the, the, Liam, like, if, you, if you didn't notice, we're both massive Irish May fans and uh, yeah. we're also <laughs> big fans, your team and like all the others we've had on like Team Rhino, Team KF, SPG, all the lads, right? like seeing the two lads, we'll go back to the Shelly and Elliot fight, like we obviously like weren't like you know what I mean we don't want to see either of them lose but like yeah, we also want to give them the platform to both come on and promote the fight together because like obviously that sort of gets the country more interested because it's like two Irish guys taking on each other but um, here like it's I, I don't no, even really know where mean. I'm going with All that right, point it's, but I mean, it's <laughs> hard for
0: promotions to juggle that know what I mean? it yeah. is hard for promotions to juggle that I understand that you know what I mean but yeah. um, in, that, in this day and age now where uh, COVID's away and there's mm. so much more opportunities then they, 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 they should be kept apart as much as they can until the needs must if they go up there and it the needs must and then, then that's dead on but at the start of their career like Ryan is an absolute gentleman has trained with us we we're very close to Team KF it was like we were forced to if you want Matt let to fight this is it mm. and the guys are coming to us in the gym and going I want to fight so we're going like these are the only options we'll be given mm. here we can't do any more in it you know what I mean and it's hard for us because we want to see maybe like there's a, the Patty McCrory one the Oban Alley mm. one like we know it's not the ideal fight for them but I think mm. like, the only hand we have to play, and we're so confident in our guys' abilities that we, yes, here, let's rattle in, let's go ahead. We've done it years ago with Carl Murray, Richie Knacks, and Cage Warriors. we one in, knocked them out, and there was nowhere else for Carl to go after that. Right? So we're we're always had like confidence in our own abilities, our own fighters' abilities, and see the end of the day, like the come down the lane, it'll stand the boys in good stead. Like Paddy McCrory will be a different animal coming forward. Sean, no, I mean Sean as well. Like they'll come in and will stand them a good that experience will stand them a good stead. Like.
2: yeah, I think it just also goes to show like the caliber of fighter you have. You have the likes of like Mick Conlon showing up on fight night over in London uh, to see your guys fight. Like it goes to show how much respect that FAI FAI has in that scene. So, like, uh, look, I'll be honest with you, I have no idea what way it's going to fly down in Cage Warriors. Uh, you know, for the first four months of the year, I'm just going to call it the first four months because that leads up to the Dublin card. But yeah. I do like. The idea that you guys have cage conflict as well i like maybe like one or two fights on cage conflict you know get your guys that experience and then on the cage warriors and i think like it should become like a serious affiliate of cage warriors you have your one or two fights on cage conflict because like from like looking at the shows you guys put on like they look brilliant when you had the show in the failure up on stage like like you're blowing bl- blowing the roof off the place that didn't have a roof but uh <laughs> like the, those shows that you're putting on are serious and like we were saying, like, Kieran Mulholland versus J.R. Harris, like, like such a high-level fight. Yeah. Like, like They're the two yeah. best flyweights in the country going toe-to-toe. You know what I mean? Like, like, that's an unbelievable caliber of fight that you guys have put on your promotion. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, well, that's it. The kids' conflict is, like, it is it is the pinnacle of Irish MMA. I know mm. I've used to on a wee thing, girl. We pulled and we didn't win it. Um, like, you just need to have a real talk to your Instagram, people, because I tell you how that is absolutely ridiculous. Like, we'll put on more professional fates and build that many careers, high-level amateur, getting you know, into professional careers over the last few years than anyone's ever done. Um, we invest in the show, as you said, the it. something mm. nobody's ever done in Ireland before. And um, like we'll have six proof on this card we're aiming mm. for, you know what I mean? Like, we're not just there to make money. We we don't, we reinvent. we put it all into the show. We we'll fly people in from all parts of the world, mm. put them up, we look after the fighters, all the fighters, and we try ultimately to build people's careers. Let them move on. It's a stepping stone. We know what we are. It's a mm. stepping stone. And if you and if you follow the first step, then you don't deserve them bigger opportunities. You know what I mean? No, absolutely.
2: That's- it's my per- personally now. It's my favorite promotion out of all them because yeah, you, you know you're getting that that um, pro main card and you know you're getting some some top guys out of FAI on it. And I, I like that. You know what I mean? And like I know some people want to criticize the matchmaking. Look, look, like, look. That's up to them. But at the end of the day, like like you said earlier, like these guys have less than five fights. You know what I mean? Like, like who, who do you want to be fighting after less than five fights? You know what I mean? Like it, it takes a rare talent, like, you know, a Christian Leroy Duncan to be fighting someone like Jesse Taylor, like, you know what I mean? Seven fights into their career. You know what I mean? But like, obviously he's progressed. You need, like you said earlier, you need to give these ch- guys a chance to progress. And like, you know, criticizing someone who's making a pro debut was probably not that, that nice. Like I look at premier FC have a, a fight coming up and Solomon Simon's fighting that fella. Ivanovich who's yeah. Owen and, and 5, you know what I mean? But again, it's all Simon's pro debut. Like, you know what I mean? Like do, like am I absolutely crazy about the fight? No. But like, am I interested to see Solomon Simon as a pro? Yes, I am. So like de- like there you have it. And like you're you are, you're selling a one-sided fight, but like the interest is only on one side. Like like when you have Alex Sullivan against an Italian guy. No one cares about the Italian guy. They all want to see Alex L. Sullivan's pro day. Well, that's, that's that's what people want to see, you know what I mean? And like that's the what thing people is, are looking but for. The,
0: but the thing was that, that's what I'm saying. He was originally supposed to face a guy who, who was not in four, mm. Italy, And his opponent changed the guy who was unbeaten, both amateur and pro. But there was all the criticism for the original matchmaking, mm. but it was not not until after the show did they realize that the matchmaking had changed. Mm. That's yeah. that's how one-sided that was. They didn't even do the research properly. Yeah, you're really gonna you're
1: gonna have people commenting on stuff no matter what you do. Even if you yeah. make it all perfect, or if you, they'll be like, "That's too perfect." And then if you make it all shit, they're like, "That's exactly." Too
0: shit. You know what I mean. And uh, like, like Alexander's an absolute monster. Alexander's an absolute monster. So is yeah. and um, like it's hard to get him matched because he's said pretty amateur fates. You mm. know what I mean. And and again he's he's such a good fighter, such a good caliber, such a good reputation. And mm. he wants to be in this for the long run. He doesn't want to have a couple of fates and then that's him done. He wants to have a career in this. So he, as you say, he's, like he's looking after his his professional career mm. from the get-go. And that's the there is not at this point, like, but there can be a career, uh, and money and in, money involved in this. And you have to really be very careful, these days. And these guys here too. Do you think like as much as we sell us, do you think these guys are flying over from all parts of the world to lie down? Mm. You no, know, I know them, but they're, they're not here to they lie down. You know what I mean? They're here to fight so they are. You know what I mean? Get you know, a lot easier fights locally than I would going across. They're they're flying hundreds mm. upon hundreds of males, being here for four or five days, they're here the win. Yeah, something like uh, you're, you're gonna,
3: gonna say Karen's something in. there, Pat. Yeah, but we're flying in a guy for Alexander. O- O'Sullivan's pro debut. Like, you know, there's a there's a lot that goes into bringing guys over, as Shando says, from from Italy and putting them up and traveling them about, putting them in a hotel. It's there's there's a lot of cost and all goes in that too. Like, and mm. and we're p- putting a lot into the Irish MMA, the building the likes of Alexander, because it's tough to get him an opponent. Not a lot of guys want to fight Alexander O'Sullivan, who's making his pro debut. You know, a lot of guys are going to look at that guys that are two and old, three and oh, four and o looking, going. This guy's had 30 fights here, and he's really, really good. So it's yeah. hard to match him, too, as Shando says. like So I agree with that, too, Ru- yeah. Ross,
1: it's very easy to be sort of short-sighted in, in, like, watching it, being a fan. Like, you can just be like, here, why is he fighting this guy with this record? Like, why isn't he fighting this guy right now? But you have to realize these guys are looking to have, a, like, a long career and a very wealthy career as well. We well, should yeah. turn around and
0: say, well, if you think, that why don't you get in?
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I, I think... I, I think you always have to, you have to educate yourself. You have to, you have to look at someone like someone like Alex or someone can probably jump up against a higher caliber sooner because he's had that 30 fights. He can probably, when he's three, you know, he could probably fight some, you know, seven and two or something like that and it wouldn't yeah. be an issue for him because he has that experience And like obviously you know when you turn pro like i said you bring in the elbows and knees it changes the game also you change the amount of time you're in the cage you go from being in the cage for nine minutes to being in the cage for 15 minutes it's it's a it's a massive jump you need to check that cardio gas tank and make sure you have that output so like these are all factors that come into that and then also some people go pro quite early whether you know they feel like they need the money to because they're training full-time or whether they feel like you know they're ready at a certain stage if you have six amateur fights and then decide to go pro like you need to take three or four fights that are you yeah. feel you have very very confident winning to start off it because like, at the end of the day if you start off your career oh and two oh and 3, 0 oh, and four it's next to impossible to rebuild that back you'll not see anyone in the upper echelon of a UFC, who's lost the first three or four fights, it just doesn't happen. So you have to carefully manage those first four or five fights, and, he and, also the, and, that, and you also become less
0: marked Yeah, yeah and, and as you say, like like people like we're like it's Chris was saying too, we're a great um, ambassador of get a few amateur fights, but don't stay too long. You know what I mean, and move hmm. on to the professional ranks because I like, had it years ago with Joe McCogan when he fought down in Cork. Um, I forget the guy, the judo guy, fought down in Cork. He was only getting in their fight after three minutes the round was over and he was losing the round. You know what I mean? And we say, from then on, five-minute rounds suit you. You're only getting warmed up. You know what I mean? And we have plenty of fighters like that. We train, even our amateur fighters, like professionals. Mm. So like what I'm saying is that we're built for five-minute rounds, so we don't want to hang around in the amateur. Even with the wind belts mm. or don't win belts doesn't make a difference. We want to push them on into the professional ranks as their skill set mm. uh, improves. Like, sort of like the old McDonald and people like that, they're on the cusp of turning pro. Like They're not having a great amateur record. Scott Harvey had a great amateur mm. record. The, the pro game suits them better. So mm. why hang around too much? You know what I mean? Because like, yes, there is the IMAS, so I'm not a great mm. believer that that builds too much careers. You know what I mean? You can hang around there too long. And mm. you should just, like, very, very similar to like what Chris was saying, is do what you do. Learn your traits. If you feel you're ready, then just move on. Mm. And then manage your professional career at the early stages at the right steps.
2: Yeah, and I suppose in your gym, obviously you have so many pro fighters now. So like you can see it in someone whether you know you can give them the steer and you can say, look, I think you should go pro, I think you should take one or two more, and you can give them that. So touching on that, I want to ask, uh, give us an amateur and a pro who you think is gonna really smash it in twenty twenty three. Well, we'll start with yourself, Pat. Go
3: ahead, Patrick. an amateur, I think, Kieran Coogan. Um, he's a really good fly with he went six and one last year. From I think it was January until September, he went six and one, and his only loss was a a short notice fight on a few days' notice. We actually put him up to bantamweight, with the fight at with but the guy was like really big, so it was. And Kieran walks around at fifty eight kilos, so it was the guy was just really too big for him. You know, I really think so he Byron
2: Murphy? Was it? Huh? Was it Byron Murphy? You thought? was it?
3: Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. He's a big, strong young lad. Him so. Um, but it was a lot of learning in that fight for Kieran in that loss, and was was really glad we 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 took it. You know, again at amateur, the losses aren't just as as important. But Kieran Coogan's an example of someone that's been training here. From he was like maybe eleven or twelve. Kieran actually started before we had kids classes, so Kieran's a perfect example of people would see him. I think he's just turned nineteen, so people would say like, "What a beast he is!" He is so good like as if he's some sort of phenom but it's 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 not that at all if you think if he's been training from he was 11 years old here he's now 19 he's been on the mats in our gym for eight years doing pretty much every class every day especially when they're so young to soak up the information so quickly um and that's why he's getting so good so quick so a lot of people see a lot of our young fighters and say oh they're so good as if they are like a phenom, whether we're born with all this talent it's absolutely not, it's just about time spent on the mats and time with purposeful practice I like to say, so Ciarán Coogan for me is, is one to watch we, we have probably got 40 to 50 amateurs, but for me he stands out, I'd, I'd like to see him fight Gary Rooney this year um, that would be a good test for Ciarán, obviously Gary Rooney in my opinion is one of the best amateurs in the whole of the world, to be honest like Gary could go in pro and and beat so many guys to fly with, like. But I just personally would like to see that fight because I think Gary is so good, and I think it would be an exciting fight, like oh. a really tough fight for Kieran, of course. But again, within the next year to two years, I'd like to see Kieran going professional. So that's why I'd like to see him fight Gary. They'd like to see him fight Gary Rooney now, so he can get some experience, you know.
2: It'd yeah, be great miss test for him. And um, what about Pro Pat?
3: I pro, there's there's so many. I'd like to see Reese and Paul for sure be in the UFC by the middle of the year, not the end of the year, by the middle of the year, I'd like to see yeah, Reese and Paul there.
1: Definitely.
3: I'd like a big year from Paddy McCrory, Matt Elliot. Really like to see big years from them because they're they're both so talented. Like everyone knows what a beast Matt is, obviously, with his wrestling, but he does a lot of work striking now, he? so he's really getting better. Um Paddy McCrory is just Joe McCoggan calls him the one I know he took that loss against James Webb but James Webb is a big big strong experienced guy and of course as we talked earlier like we knew this was going to be a really hard fight but we have full faith that's how, how much we think of Paddy that we have put him in there so it would like a really big year from them guys and then to be honest we have 15 pros here now so there's a lot of them but a couple of ones that stand out as well would be be Jared Burns and Scott Harvey. Those guys are to be honest, we're not putting them onto the big shoes just yet because we're developing them. And them guys are what I love to see. They're they're just happy to work and do as we're saying and just, you know, listen to follow the plan and then we'll unleash them onto the bigger shows in a fight or two. But Scott and Jared Burns are really, really good. Um, and just one other mention there's another fella there's actually three brothers joined us the Corrigan brothers um, and Henry Corrigan's uh, a bit of breaking news here mm. that he's going to be fighting on cage conflict and he's making a, his return after a few years out but Henry's 7 no amateur and mm. he's one no pro so I'm really looking forward to seeing Henry get back into it because since he's joined us he's really made some big big strides you know? he a he's a <laughs> He's a flyweight, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a lot of really good flyweights here, like in the gym. Yeah, like we would have Ryan Curtis, Henry, Jared Burns, Kieran Coogan, Damien Karen. Kieran. So there's so many really good flyweights, you know. Mm. So there's a lot of good guys here. So they're training with the best guys at their weight day and day out. So it's like I'm I'm really happy with our lower weight divisions. Obviously, the same as our higher too. Like, but them lower level or lower weight guys. Sorry have a lot
2: of good training partners in the gym here. If you're only foot 5'6 and you want to take up MMA, FAI is the place to be.
3: <laughs> I wouldn't know I'm 6'1 myself.
0: <laughs> Aren't we all?
2: Uh, Shanda, what about yourself? Give, give, us a, give us a pro and an amateur who you're looking forward to seeing develop this year.
0: Well, um, obviously, we've got so many amateurs coming through. Um the both sides of the amateur starting. People are looking forward to see how their career progresses. The fight of Catamaran, mm. um, it's Corey McLaughlin. He's four and one coming, he's recently joined us last six months. We could see our e he progresses. he's a very talented guy. Um, and he, he'll need an RWE team to develop a skill set. Mm. And then you have the guys at the top end of the amateurs who are ready to turn pro, like Gareth McCormick and Owen McDonald, and people like that, who are just, been, uh, just on the cusp, one winner, one fade away from turning pro. Gareth's a, a big fight here coming up in cage conference against Graham Sheen, who is another guy from Team was ready to turn pro and both, both are ready so it's like almost like a farewell to probably both of them the amateur scene because, all um, these crap yeah yeah exactly oh, Gareth, like, like Gareth McCormick had a close loss against uh, Jordan O'Neill I mean I know Jordan's an absolute monster but Gareth was two and a half rounds up caught in the mm-hmm. triangle and then Jordan got all the hate, and rightfully so mm-hmm. but if Gareth won that it would have been Gareth turning pro got on yeah. the Cade Warriors it's just as you say just these three single things change people's directions He's a full time fireman, um, and and he's on the cusp of being a professional. We on taking a wee bit of time off and fighting, um, but he's here training and sparring every day. he's, he's, uh, he's having his first BBB here in a few months. So after that, here we have having we'll one more amateur, just go straight to pro. Um, so one of the, one of them is probably Garth because he's up next. I'm mm. not afraid to see Gareth as amateur and progress in the pro ranks. He be and one, one more for the bad guy. Yeah, one more out of jail, the man. The man, yeah. And um professionally, as Pat says, goes through go through all them people yeah. there. Like, nah, I could reiterate what he said. Like there's so much talent coming through. As long as ran Curtis progress. Um, one probably Pat didn't say be Troy Gibson. Yeah, you know, how's
2: he doing actually? How's yeah, the he's an
0: absolute athletic machine. You know what I mean? He's yeah. just I swear to God, he's an absolute monster. But fate anybody. At any weight, at any time. He runs his own gym, the year And he's yeah. up here and trying to juggle him and everything else. He's he's such a big future ahead of him. Um, it would be good to see him getting a wee bit of, uh, like, wee bit of time to develop his own skill set. Mm. And he would be hopefully on a cage conflict too. And cage warriors down the way. Um, but- st-
2: st- still don't know how he weighs in at 77 kilos. We met him over in London and I was like, this guy ah. is enormous.
0: Monster. Yeah. Like, like i got like even when he went in against um Blaine playing McGill. Like we mm. were I had to send him a video an hour before saying he's seventy seven kilo an there he's on the weight already an hour early because mm. nobody believes him. You know what I mean? But like that that's it, like you know what I mean? It, it's it's so good, like that uh you've got so much people up here driving mm. each other on everybody is patch a bit the flywheels, but every like if you come here, like if we could charge people coming here to watch bars, it's so good. You, know I mean? yeah,
2: you guys are doing absolutely incredible stuff. Like, we love the gym. We, we hope he, this year is the year where you guys get the recognition you, you deserve. Like, you, you have like two world champions in your gym three, if you include Reese. Like, that's absolutely yeah, incredible. what we Cross- say
3: about two. Reese is there too, so that's three. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Reese is there yeah.
2: Too. So, yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah, but like, sometimes I, I don't want to just. Only include him as an FAO fighter because I don't take anything yeah. away from Rodney either. No, no, uh, I don't. So, I, don't like, mean, I know I don't cross mean, trains. Yeah, no, okay, yeah. No, 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 no. yeah, we don't want Rodney after us again. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> yeah. he is, is He is, Yeah, but like, like that's absolutely incredible, especially across three different weight classes as well. So like that, that that's what you want to see. You know what I mean? So like, you guys and are. Matt Elliott's
0: next. But, Matt and Paddy McCrory are the next. They're going to be the yeah. next ones. You I mean? Yeah, like, are Matt, you Matt, intoxicated Matt, Matt, or Matt, something?
3: you know. Matt Elliott is like if Matt had a beat. Ryan Shelley, or had I got mm. the decision against him, that would have been him three and zero, and the, the big buds would have been around Matt. Like, but Matt, like, mm. don't forget about Matt Elliott.
2: No, absolutely not. I t- I think he was saying he had no injury there recently, Um so ho- hopefully that heals up. Cause like, if you actually put that fella on a microphone after he wins as well, like he's such a character as well. Like, you know I mean? Like he, he- I he'll blow that. the jocks off. Somebody will. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's dangerous. Yeah. Him <laughs> like, and Paddy. We, we, like, we, we, we the love they should him. have their own podcast. Him and Paddy McCrory.
2: Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Although Paddy McCoury's obsessed with Garrett Smiley, you might want to have to do one with him as well. So, <laughs> uh
0: gas a bad influence sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh Oh <yes. laughs> uh,
2: stop! But like, you know what? I feel like we could actually just stand here and actually list every single person who voiced in your gym, and like, they all have have a bit of something to them. You know what I mean? Like it, it is, it is a special thing you have there. Like, hopefully, we we see Paul and we see Reese uh, make the UFC this year. How like that starts the trend for you guys? And like. Like we always say, you know, the more people from Ireland who are fighting the UFC, the better. Like, that's what everyone says. And for those two guys, like, that's well earned. It's not given. Like, those two have done incredible things. And uh, I text Joe McCullough once a month about retirement, but uh, he keeps on telling me he's too fat. So, uh...
0: (laughs) way, way too fat. Way, way too fat. He's even fatter now. you seen him after Christmas. but uh, right.
2: I, I, I I think I'm going to give up texting now after after our last exchange he was like everyone wants me to come back except for me and I was like right well I'm not going to ask him again so but uh yeah. absolute, we should block him Ross on top you know what I mean so if the Joe's, Joe's up here for
0: lads and he helps like, to be honest I don't know where Slagan he was up here helping all the lads out and his knowledge is so yeah. so important to let the fight team as well he is the captain and he's still well we're the captain because he does an awful lot even though he doesn't have to fight he doesn't have to fight for us just being here and his knowledge and his help um inspiring the boys, maybe we're gonna have uh, one. we we'll call him the toaster now. He's only good for two rounds, <laughs> but, but that's all. We just have. You know, we just we just yeah. have him here, and he helps in, and he's still a big part of the club. Like,
2: yeah, you can do where uh, Paul's uh, Shark Tanks round round uh, one and five.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, lads, we absolutely love it, lads. Just before we wrap things up, I just want to say it again. Uh, Cage Conflict is back on the first of April. That's April Fools, and that's not actually a joke. And then I'll be. I think we're going to have to get the two of you lads on again in the build-up to Cage Warriors Dublin. If uh, if you're both allowed, lads.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if 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 I have any fighters on it.
2: Yeah, we'll uh, we'll have a word with Ian Dean and we'll uh, we'll see if we can get a few. No, Ian, Ian,
0: Dean's a, Ian, Ian Dean's a good man and like he's he champs best and all, but I just feel it like you know we're not as we're 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 not getting a fur crack of the crack you know it. What I mean because we have to work our way into the divisions and it's that way. Right.
2: Yeah, well, you you think after two champions you get a bit of leeway, you know? So like, it's let's. Like, let's... Let, 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 let's see Ho- hope, hopefully it happens to you. you know what I wouldn't mind seeing that uh, Paddy McCurry, uh Jordan O'Neill fight remade I know we sort of said earlier we're not mad on Irish versus Irish but uh, those two lads look like uh, they were going to have a barn burner so I wouldn't be against seeing it
1: yeah well let's see what the reaction is off this show as well because like um, I didn't know it. I didn't overly see all that treatment but now when you bring it to light it, you, you can see it now
2: yeah yeah, it's one of those things where sometimes you, you see things from the outside and you're like Jesus, that's a tough fight for Paddy. That's a tough, but like you don't think of like you don't think of them as an individual the way you guys will, because obviously you guys are close to them. And they're they're your fighters that you're not like. Jesus, where does he sort of go from there? You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that, that sort of question to uh,
0: When's the last time you you get to say a fight a Ireland guy on say Kids Warriors had a had a, an easy fight or like you're saying it's about building them or about a, a real winnable fight or a of they get beat. They're all going. It's a
1: hard fight then. Yeah. Well, now, now that's that's put out out into the world now. So uh, let's see what happens then.
2: Yeah. Ho- hopefully, hopefully we uh, we we can uh, right those wrongs so we can get uh, some fair matchups. Uh, one might say uh, for the FA lads, because I'm sure that's all you're asked for just just a, a fair matchup. Uh, you know. Preppy, not against former world champions on your debut. Uh, that would be <laughs> ideal. But, um, guys, I must we'll say, thanks a million for joining us. Really, really enjoyed this chat. It, it was. We should great, do this every great, week. Just, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll wait for the Shando McAllister podcast to come out uh, <laughs> next. Uh, I'm subscribing.
0: Later. No, we're right. only fans. We're doing
2: only fans first, Pat. <laughs> send us on the link there,
1: will you? Yeah,
0: yeah, send us, send
2: us a free sub, will you? Yeah, uh, but guys, uh, thanks a million for uh joining us. Um, if you're watching this on UFC Five Pass, make sure to hit this uh, as a favorite. And if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to like, share, subscribe, hit the bell notification to not miss any more energized content. And as always, stay energized, guys.
0: Energize, show up the Irish. And sussing so you guys a couple of times. I've seen a couple of clips. I think you've done some interviews with Dylan Moran and that but I, I, I saw. So keep going, keep up the good work, guys.